your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Some school principals are saying that they often work an extra 15 hours a week or up to 600 hours extra over the course of a school year. A new research project compiled by the INTO has looked at teachers' workloads and time management. And we're joined this morning by Tracy Tobin, who's branch secretary of the Limerick City branch of the INTO and also principal of St. Michael's Infant School on Sexton Street. Good morning to you, Tracy. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, Tracy. Um, burnout from teachers and principals. Tell me a little bit about why that's happening. Um, I think education really has changed dramatically in the last um, number of years. I suppose if I go back to when I would have graduated from Mary Macliff College to now, there is no comparison. Now there's a lot of good things that have happened. Our schools have become really, really inclusive um, we're including children, you know, f- with special educational needs that may not have been included when I first came out of college, and that is really to be welcomed. Um, and I think, you know, you you were speaking to the, the previous um, speaker there in relation to, you know, the number of migrants and newcomer newcomers that are coming into the country, and our schools are welcoming all of these children with open arms, and they bring so much to our schools. In, on top of all of that, there is an increased um, emphasis on paperwork in schools now. And I think that is taking from the, the, the time that should be spent on planning for what to do with children and not, you know, writing, writing reams and reams of paperwork that really has no demonstrable uh, impact on, on outcomes for children. Um, as you could see a little in the bit UK. about that paperwork, because I read that in the INTO report oh. and I can imagine it. I can kind of come up with ideas as to how that might happen at second level, you know, where they have mm-hmm. state exams and they have to, they also have, you know, this continuous assessment and they have to track all of that. So I can see that paperwork. What sort of paperwork is a junior infants teacher filling in? Well, I don't know if you've ever stepped inside the classroom of a junior, a junior infant classroom, but to me, the junior infant teacher is probably the most worked teacher in the school. Like junior infants, you know, their their concentration wouldn't be great. You know that. You oh, but I'm, I'm not saying I'm not trying so, to say that it's not a, a you no. know a tough job, but I'm just wondering after the school day, what sort of paperwork is the department looking for? So you're expected to plan for every single lesson that you teach. And that I, I agree with that. But the, the amount of paperwork that's required um, for each um, lesson that you teach in the classroom is, you know, it's, it's just becoming more and more year on year. And, you know, with, when in junior infants, you could be changing your lesson every 10 to 15 minutes in order to keep them entertained and keep, you know, keep their concentration levels. So that's a, a quite a number of lesson plans that you need to write on a daily basis. And that doesn't happen during the school contact time. That's something that's expected of teachers after the school day finishes. So, you know, people... And what is the point of that? What is the point of the department knowing that a teacher changed their lesson plan 15 minutes into the day? Well, I suppose it's accountability, you know, on on the part of the inspectors in the sense that, and I understand that too, that, you know, that they expect that a certain level and a certain standard in classrooms, but the paperwork is just becoming really complex and really time-consuming. And it's not only, you know, that you write your lesson plans, but then you've got to reflect on your lessons and plan based on your reflections. And then you've got to do a, a monthly account of everything you've taught that month. And again, another reflection. And children, you know, and we are very 
inclusive now. Our schools are so inclusive. So every single child that has a special educational need, identified special educational need in the classroom has to have a, um, a student support file in place for them. And that's a working document that needs to be updated quite regularly with really good targets that are aimed at making sure that those children are achieving their full potential. So in addition to your your daily plans, your daily lesson plans, you also have, you could have quite a number of school support plans in place for children in your classroom as well. And that is the responsibility of the class teacher. So, you know, there is a, there's a huge commitment on the part of the teacher to ensure that they meet all of the requirements um, um, that it, that is made of them as, as class teachers. Teachers so, are clearly suffering, Tracy, as you say, and the INTO yes. says. Is education yes. suffering? I like to be honest with you. When, when I look at what happened in the UK, and you know, and I've heard anecdotes from the UK about teachers that you know that that couldn't stay there any longer, were in classrooms after children left until five, six, seven p.m. writing notes. I don't, like the children are gone home. Education is about children. Everything should be focused around the child. And to me, and to me, and I am a parent of four children. To me, the most important person in their lives when they're of that age is their teacher outside of their family. You know, everything, you know, is, you know, it involves the teacher. The teacher is God in their eyes. And it's so important that we have the best teachers. I mean the best teachers in the world teaching in Ireland. And we would always have been commended for the high quality of education in Ireland. So me, I am concerned not only as a member of the INTO and as a teacher, but I'm also very concerned as a parent, you know, that that, you know, that this, something like this increased paperwork could risk us losing those really high qualified teachers that we are lucky to have in our schools. Yeah, and it sounds to me like that this sort of crack kills motivation and it kills creativity. And, you know, I remember from my own school days, it was often the day the teacher came in and maybe threw the curriculum in the bin and taught something completely different that opened, mm-hmm. you know, got us to sit up and pay attention and go, wow, that's really interesting. Yes. You know, and you, know, you need to be able to do that as a teacher rather than following rigid plans every second of every cl- single class that you teach. Absolutely. And look, if we ask anybody, anybody, you know, can you remember a teacher that had a really good positive impact on your life? We all have that memory of the teacher who may have said something, who may have taught a really good lesson, who may have done something really unusual with us that we always remember for the rest of our lives. And I can actually pinpoint the teacher that taught me in St. Mary's Primary School there on the Island Road that she was the teacher that made me be a primary teacher and I know and I've met her since and I've told her and there's loads of stories like that because we really are and I I just said we're so fortunate to have such a high standard of teachers in Ireland and I really fear that we may lose that and I don't know if people are aware but there's so many classes in Limerick in, in Cork in Galway and particularly in Dublin where they have no teacher they cannot find a qualified teacher to come in and teach a class. And it's really, really sad. And that the teacher supply issue in this country at the moment is really, really serious. Are schools employing unqualified teachers as a yes. result? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And that yes. Ha- is that happening in Limerick? Because I know it's happening That's in happening Dublin. Everywhere. Because I know a couple of unqualified uh, students, like students who haven't even left college, who are no, getting work in students, schools. Yes. Well, I'm um, a member of the Teaching Council and students in third year and fourth year are registered on the Teaching Council under Route 5. So they are eligible to teach third year and fourth year. I'm talking about third year and fourth year um, Bachelor of Education students now, mm-hmm. students that are training to be teachers. Um, they're registered under Route 5, so they are actually allowed to teach in our schools. Now, that is like that to me is not acceptable in 
when we should have enough teachers in our country, qualified teachers, to teach the most precious yeah. um, citizens in, in, in Ireland, and they're our children. And that is not happening. And I don't know, we have the trolley crisis and the trolley count, you know, and I think that's a very effective way of showing people how many, how many of our citizens are on trolleys. We don't have something similar to show how many of our children on a daily basis are being taught by unqualified teachers because it is a national scandal. It's, it is happening. There are classes, and I'm telling you, there are classes where a special education teacher has to be redeployed to take a mainstream class, which means that children, the most children, the children, the most needs are left without their teacher for a particular day or weeks on end because the other, the only other alternative is to send a class of children home and nobody wants to do that after school closures during COVID. Well, nobody Tracy, wants to put children yeah. through that again because no teacher wants to go through that. We want our children in school and I'm, and I'm really sending out the message today. We are in real danger of that happening in the very near future unless something is done to improve the numbers of teachers and if teachers are saying, if 90% of teachers are saying that the, you know that the, the job is becoming very stressful Ask yourself the question, where are they going to go? They're going to go somewhere where it's not as stressful. They're going to leave Ireland. We're going to lose our most qualified people. Like and the that, nurses and the doctors that go and, as well. Yeah, and I'm telling yeah. you, I spent a month, and I'm just saying this is a personal story, before Christmas in Great Ormond Street with my daughter, who had a very, very serious operation. And I spent a month talking to Irish nurses who looked after my daughter. Irish nurses that we need to have here in Ireland. And I really don't want the same thing to happen in teaching because it is, it is a national crisis and it is something that all, everybody needs to be aware of. We all have children in our families and our lives that are being affected and it's just not good enough. And it is, to, it is down partly to this pressure that's this increased workload that's been placed on teachers. And I'm not even, I haven't even spoken about principals and how difficult that job has become. That is, you know, that is, it's so, so difficult because we don't have enough teachers. You know, principals are on the phone morning, noon and night looking for somebody to come in and take a class, you know, so that that class won't be sent home. That is a huge pressure. I genuinely don't know how you do it. The school principals, I have no idea you're su- superhumans um, what yeah. you seem to manage because but on top of all of that it's a very rewarding job yeah. it's really rewarding and mm. I'm not negative I absolutely love the, the children love dealing with parents love the staff love going to school I think it's so rewarding when you see a child coming into school smiling and going home smiling and saying they had a good day so to me I'm not knocking the profession I have, ch- I have twins doing their, their leaving, their pre-leaving at the moment and both want to be teachers so you know I think it's you know, it's not that it's it's not a good profession to be in. It's something that we need to protect going forward, in my opinion. All right, you Tracy, know? we'll leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much. Maybe you've hit the nail on the head there and we need a daily teacher count as well as a trolley count. That's yes. Tracy Tobin, who is the branch secretary of the Limerick branch, the city branch of the Irish National Teaching Organisation, as well as principal of St. Michael's Infant School on Sexton Street here in the city. Thanks for joining us this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.